0: Thanks for supporting companies that support this podcast. Hey guys, it's Judy from Nutrition with Judy. So before we get into the liver pate recipe, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about the benefits of eating liver. So if you see in this liver graphic, liver has pretty much every single essential macro and micronutrient. Now, if you're concerned about vitamin C in meats, as you can see, there is vitamin C in liver. The nutrients that comprise beef liver are the building blocks of metabolic, immune, liver, skin, eye, reproductive, and mental health. These vital nutrients are also deficient in most of our modern diet. So a note about vitamin A. Fat-soluble vitamin A is derived from both preformed vitamin A and provitamin A. Preformed vitamin A, also known as retinol, is from animals. Provitamin A is from plant pigments, known as carotenoids such as beta carotene, which are in carrots, for example. And provitamin A is a precursor to vitamin A. It requires conversion to retinol in order to be utilized. The absorption efficiency of preformed vitamin A is 75 to 100%. So, animal preformed vitamin A is about 75 to 100% in absorption efficiency. The absorption efficiency for provitamin A, which are in plants, is only 3% to maybe 90%, depending on your genetics. Preformed vitamin A is much more bioavailable, and provitamin A, which again are in plants, requires additional processing for the body to be able to use it, and then there's also a chance that it just won't be absorbed. So preformed vitamin A supports a healthy immune system, liver function, eye health, reproductive health, and genetic health. Skin conditions such as psoriasis and acne have been correlated with vitamin A deficiency. Now, if you do have high iron or copper levels, then you may want to limit your consumption of liver. If you're also taking high doses of vitamin A supplements, which I don't recommend, but you also may want to limit your liver consumption. In fact, the current recommendation for the amount of liver to eat in order to remain nutrient sufficient without any fear of vitamin A toxicity is about four to eight ounces a week. Some heavy meat eaters though, do consume about one to two pounds a week, but do what works best for your body. Now I'm sure some of you are wondering, where did she get this data from? Is it accurate? Is it reliable? Can I trust her? I get it. I would be skeptical just the same and that's actually a very good thing. So let me show you and give you a little insight into my method of madness. So the USDA has a food database with most of the essential micro and macronutrient breakdowns per food. The standard unit they use is about 100 grams. As a lot of the data from the database is uploaded by the food companies themselves, I don't know how accurate the data is. But still, this is supposed to be the gold standard and I've used it as my source for most nutritional value data points. The US Food and Drug Administration provides Nutritional Daily Values, or DV, which are defined by the Food and Nutrition Board of the National Research Council and National Academy of Sciences. Now, these nutritional needs are based off the standard American diet and will differ for people that are on a low-carb, high-fat diet. But for the sake of making all things equal, I've broken down liver's nutrients and percentages by their recommendations. Now, the formulas I used are the same way that the packaged food nutritional labels come up with their daily value nutritional labels. As a side, I wonder why nutritional labels aren't required to provide all nutritional facts for their foods. I mean, it's obvious from the research I've done that they should have all the essential macro and micronutrient data information. Maybe it's because the food companies know that if they put all their nutrient information on their packaged goods, there would be next to no nutritional value. Just a thought. Okay, so as you can see, daily values are created as the most authoritative source of information on nutrient allowances for healthy people, end quote. What does that mean? That means that if you eat liver, and based on all the nutritional facts, you know that you are healthy people if you eat liver. Now liver also has been identified to have this anti-fatigue factor. There are studies that show that rats that consume liver shows that something in the liver prevents them from becoming exhausted. Maybe this is why my kids have way too much energy. Liver also provides CoQ10, which is a nutrient that's very important for cardiovascular health. CoQ10 is found in the greatest concentration in the mitochondria. The mitochondria is the cell's powerhouse and it helps produce energy. Maybe this is why when we eat organ meat, we feel superhuman. Alright, guys, so now that I've demonstrated that liver is one of nature's superfoods, let's get into the variety of liver foods. You can try chicken liver, which is used in most liver pate restaurant dishes. It's also the mildest of liver flavors, but if chicken or beef liver doesn't work, you can always try fish liver. Cod liver is packed with omega 3s. And if you can't stomach any of these you can opt for cod liver oil and make sure to get the ones that are in the dark glass bottles for less oxidation or you can supplement with desiccated liver now i always recommend a food first approach but do what works best for you as any form of liver may be better than none now i don't really recommend pork liver and i know i get the question why so first of all let me just say before i even get into this topic that if pork liver is the only liver you can stomach it may be still beneficial to eat pork liver but let me just talk through some of the points first of all pork liver is not as clean as the other livers and in fact one out of 10 pig livers that were tested were found to be positive for hepatitis e that is one out of every 10 pork livers found in the grocery stores so hepatitis e is a virus that affects 20 million people globally and Each year, it causes fever, fatigue, vomiting, and stomach pain. It can also cause liver failure, enlarged livers, and even death. Now, the negative connection with pork liver may also be because of the fact that most food corporations use liver from pork to sell processed meats, such as liver cheese and liverwurst. I don't know about you guys, but processed food and liver just doesn't seem to go well together. Pork in general also seems to have some connections or links to health issues. One connection is to multiple sclerosis. I will put a link to a study in my show notes. If you do eat pork, just make sure to cook it thoroughly and make sure to trust where you're getting your liver. You won't have as much of a risk with hepatitis E. Okay, so what's your favorite way to eat liver? Definitely leave me some comments and let me know what your favorite way is. But for us, we usually mix it up in ground beef or we will puree it and make some liver pate. Here are some ways to be creative about preparing liver if you cannot stomach it. Our family tends to eat more chicken liver than beef liver just because it's more mild in flavor. Um, It is a little less nutrient dense, but all the same, it still has a lot of nutrients. And then I'll cook my liver in a cast iron with some ghee or some grass-fed butter. And I'll just cook it lightly to the point that there's no real pink in the meat. As you'll see shortly, my kids love the chicken liver pate and I don't even think they realize that there's liver in what they're eating. (laughs) I get asked a lot of times how to feed liver to our kids or nutrient-dense foods to our kids and then how uh, to even eat liver ourselves. So yeah, let's get right into it. So I blended the liver and now it's a liver pate and I will pack it into these little containers and then I'll refrigerate it for about two days or a few days until it's pretty much hardened, but it's this like soft paste. And then you can, um, my kids eat it with cheese crisps. Sometimes I just scoop it out and eat it, but it's pretty tasty. I also just will eat the grounded liver in my ground beef as a blend. So it's been about 24 hours since I refrigerated the liver pate. And I just was curious if it is hard enough. It looks like it's ready. So I will be feeding this to my kids with some cheese crisps for lunch. Okay, so my kids are going to be eating the chicken liver pate with some cheese crisps. And our favorite cheese crisp brand is this Bunker Hill one. We've tried a few, and our kids seem to like this one the best. Hi guys. <laughs> okay, hi Caleb. Hi. Okay. So it's a preloaded spoon of the cheese crisp with liver pate. it! I'll give you yours next. Give me a sec. What? How is it? Good. What does it taste like? Nothing. tastes like cheese chicken. Okay. So here's another pre-loaded cheese crisp with the chicken liver pate. Hi, Aiden. Hmm. Aiden, come look this way, please. Hi. Okay, can you have this, please? Is it good? Mm-hmm. Okay, you can bite it. I know it's kind of big, huh? <laughs> what does it taste like? Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> okay. What are you doing, Aiden? Uh, taking that. Is it good? Yeah. I'm going to eat some. So guys, the key is um, no snacking. So whether it's you're an adult or whether um, you're trying to feed your kids some nutrient-dense meals, please stop the snacking. If your kids are hungry or if you're hungry, those nutrient-dense, rich foods will taste delicious, I promise, so please, please just try no snacking for a week. I know it seems so daunting, especially with little kids, because it's so much easier to just give them the snack, but use your iron fist. So yeah. uh, Okay, so I hope that was really helpful for you guys. Make sure to leave me some comments. Make sure to subscribe. Um, I have some links down in the notes. I have a free carnivore beginner's guide. I have a free nutrient-dense guide and a little cheat sheet of low-carb and low-oxalate lunch plans and grocery list as well as a nutrient-dense gut healing bone broth and let me know if you guys try the liver pate too one last thing before i go right now i'm currently on my instagram page i am doing a disordered eating series so if you do omad if you struggle with any type of body dysmorphia or you know struggle with disordered eating um, i definitely recommend you looking into this series Uh, i hope you guys find it helpful Um, definitely let me know i'll also put links to my instagram page for that as well And guys, um, yeah, have a good week. And uh, all right, guys, I'll see you later. (laughs) Bye.